Well, my friends, they've declared war on our children. They've declared war on our country and our freedoms. They've declared war. They drew first blood. And so we must fight them. And how do we fight them? Everybody on every show, on every podcast, on every radio show that's awake realizes the dire straits that we are in and that it is only through the spiritual war that we will prevail. Hallelujah! That means we're going to have to be constantly mindful of this warfare program operating in another dimension where they're going to try to destroy your faith first so that you have no shield so you're powered down and their torpedoes can sink your ship so strengthen your shields my brethren let us lock shields together tonight as I drive through the smoky mountains on North Carolina uh, highway something or other I don't even remember the road names but that's okay because we're taking ground we don't even know the road sometimes where did the road go hilarious name for a podcast by the way where did the road go where did the topic go that should be the name of my show sometimes but that's because we're covering so many topics we're dealing with so many different issues so primarily they're coming for our kids they're trying to inject the children we are now in a state where we must boycott country companies and and brands that go along with this evil agenda. And if you don't think your dollars have power, just think about how much money you spend on coffee, how much money you spend at Starbucks or wherever, and then you boycott Starbucks. You go out of your way not to drink Starbucks who are promoting abortion. You go out of your way not to order from Amazon who are also promoting abortion. You go out of your way not to go to Ingalls, pretty famous grocery store chain here in North Carolina. I'm never giving Ingalls my money again as much as I can help it because they are boasting about the fact that they're giving kids the vaccine. So just don't go to Ingalls. Go to Publix if you're in this part of the woods. Publix... Uh, They are not giving children vaccines. They have stated so. It's a good Florida company. A little bit pricey. But your dollars can speak volumes if you don't give to these wicked organizations that are trying to harm the innocents in Jesus' name. So we're going to brainstorm and we're going to discuss. First, let me play the Navy hymn.
Amen. And God will be our guide through the storms ahead. All the honor of the U.S. military and the honorable soldiers, they stand with us. They're ghosts. I stood at the famous graveyard in Honolulu, close to where I used to live. I lived on the Pali Highway up towards uh, that marine base in Kaneohe. I lived in the middle of that very famous and beautiful drive. And I stood at the Punchbowl Memorial Grave for all the soldiers that have fought in all the Pacific Wars. And I did an Aragorn prayer. I called forth any of the warriors who still want to fight and who still want to battle to join the 7th wing of the United States military founded by George Washington in heaven, the Spirit Force. And that's you and I and anybody that's going to set their will against this wicked regime that is trying to kill children and destroy their innocence. I made about 50 TikTok videos today driving around for FedEx and one of them I I don't know if I'll have time to post them tonight. Usually I don't do it right away cuz it just takes time to to share those, but we're getting we're getting some feedback, we're getting some new uh friends through that evil platform. I know it's just one of the necessary evils, I guess, that we can use the internet's giant social media platforms to try to wake people up. But I mused that the movie It, It the Clown, would be an excellent soundtrack, background, movie score, whatever you want to call it, for the Drag Queen Story Hour rollout of pedophilia. It's like they've taken the mask off and they're like, yes, we're evil clowns. We're here to destroy your children's innocence. And of course, now, like It the Clown, we want to kill them. So understanding that, waking up and realizing that you're in a war, even if you're slaving away at your, you know, your slave gig, even if you're forced to deal with property, land ownership, uh, mortgages and taxes and bills and perhaps you're doing a lot of yard work, um, a lot of landscaping. I say your landscaping should be to build a place for people to survive and to build chicken coops. I got to drive home and see if my chickies survived. I have them all living in the forest and we've had bear problems and stuff. But that is beside the point. I don't do anything for sport. I do it out of necessity. I would never buy a boat just to loaf around on the oceans. I would learn how to sail a boat if I needed to take my family to the seas, to freedom. I would drive a motorcycle if gas is $10 a gallon and my motorcycle gets 40 miles to a gallon as opposed to my gas-guzzling Jeep Cherokee, which is like, feels like it's like five gallons to, five miles to the gallon. And I would never even uh, buy a, a dog just out of sheer, oh, I like dogs. Except now I've got bear problems and I've heard that dogs do a good job of scaring away the bears. So I might get my first dog soon. Never know. Or maybe a pet alligator or something something uh, fearsome I don't know 
But hallelujah. You know, this is a war. Everything that we do, it says to do everything to the glory of God. And let the testimony, let the things that you speak be full of faith to give thanks to God, to witness to others, to win souls. Let everything be done for his glory and for his kingdom. And so we are embarking on this little podcast quest to paint that picture of the situation we're in where we've got to start voting with our dollars. We've got to start boycotting, t- telling people like, hey, don't don't drink Starbucks. Don't go to Ingles. Don't order off Amazon. And just every little action, every little will, free will action that you do let it be a defiance against the kingdom of darkness and let it be a praise and a worship to the glory of the kingdom of heaven and of God's God's goodness and his government hallelujah so it the clown a very good presentation of basically the pedophile scourge that we've been dealing with for quite some time already. Stephen King, an insider, definitely knew about this underground network of the clowns, the evil, wicked, retarded, pedophile stuff. And the sequel to The Shining, Dr. Sleep, also showed you that, that they have actual child sacrifice. That is the economy of the kingdom of darkness. And Jesus said, it's better if you took a millstone and throw yourself into the water, into the deep ocean, than to harm or to offend one of these little ones. The kingdom of heaven is all about children. And so that's why they're rolling out. They're not even hiding it anymore. They're rolling out the pedophilia. They're rolling out the destruction of children's health. And so what we need to do is turn our eyes to our maker, to God in heaven, and to acknowledge that to even enter into the kingdom of heaven, you need to be converted and become like little children. How difficult it is for those of us who glory in our intellects and our understanding of the way things are, even the conspiratorial, even the dark side of the Illuminati and the globalist takeover, how difficult it is to then come to heaven as a simple little child. You have to humble yourself. You have to come to God, pray the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven. We acknowledge our Heavenly Father and we are his children. When you say our Father, that is saying, I am your child. I am a child of God. I am of the children of God. Hallowed be thy name. You know, you don't bring glory to yourself. Oh, well, uh, you ever meet somebody from L.A. and they're always, everybody in L.A. is all, they all know some actor. They've all got a movie script. They all do this cool walk where they're just burdened by the, the coolness that they possess. We are not like that. We are not like the fallen angels, the Los Angeles. We are the children of God, our Father who art in heaven. We are his children. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
Alrighty, sorry about that. I accidentally hit the wrong button. I am using an app called Spreaker Studio, which allows me to make podcasts on the fly on my little phone. But sometimes the DJ button is uh, sticky. Thy kingdom come. You know, you gotta get a little spacey. You gotta, little, you gotta get a little science fiction-y to envision this kingdom of God that is infiltrating the world through us through our faith and through our taking a stand and not being a part of the world in this way and its ways you know drop out of the world if you don't have a chance to join some missionary organizations like i did where you actually literally physically drop out of school and you have an actual um, army to go and be a part of well, do so in your heart and in your mind and your soul and your spirit. With all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your spirit. Love God. Live for Him. Take time out of your busy schedule to just be with Him and to access the networks of the spirit realm. If any man loves his life in this world, you're not fit to be a part of the kingdom of God. If, if any man turn back and you begin to regard the system, the materialism, the mammon, the money-making, then you are not fit for the kingdom of God. My soul shall have no pleasure in thee. So we've got to turn our eyes towards Jesus and turn our backs on this world. And what I envision, what I see is more and more, although it's dark and it's yucky and it's nasty to see the vaccine roll out for the children and to see the disgusting pedophilia and it makes you want to turn into like the doom guy, you know, the character that goes into hell and slaughters demons with a chainsaw. Very exciting video game. It's always exciting to slaughter demons. I've always said that Doom is probably the most Christian video game. My brother Gabe actually said that. The the most Christian video game ever is probably Doom. You're going in and you're just destroying the demons. But it's very violent. And you want to become like that, but you can't focus on the devil all day. You cannot continually stare into the eyes of these bloodthirsty ghouls. These horrible creatures of hell you'll you'll just become dark. You'll become a little bit too focused on the dark side. So we have to turn our eyes towards heaven. His kingdom come, his will be done. When his will is done, you will see the justice of God. You will see the righteousness and the judgments of God unleashed. The Bible has certain instances where it says, pray not for this people. He basically says, all right, time to just let my judgments fall. And and that means that your prayers are powerful. When you pray for somebody, I have a prayer request for my new friend, Thielbert. Thielbert, a disabled gentleman I met today. I got to pray with him. Very uh, suffering in some kind of hospital thing, social services, threw him in there, and he's just not happy. And he just wishes, it was so sad. I, I was rolling him out on his wheelchair and he was just like, I just want to be free. 
and I, I tried to encourage him and I prayed with him and he was very respectful. Dear gentlemen, please pray for Fieldbert. Also, we lift up Brenda um, Davenport. She is in some dire straits. If you want to uh, support her, let me know if you have any money you want to throw her away. She's dealing with some, some witchcraft and they're trying to throw her and her adopted daughter on the street. So widows and, and fatherless, that is where we need to rally our guns. But at the very least, lift, lift her up in prayer. In Jesus' name, we lift up Brenda. We lift up Thielbert. Ah, thank you, Lord. But you can get discouraged. You can feel like, oh, you know, the enemy is on all sides. He's trying to tear down the kingdom. He's trying to tear down the people of God. And you lose that sense of innocence that you're supposed to retain and protect too. The child version of yourself. Um, we are God's children and we aren't in control of his government. It's his government. At his perfect time, he will allow these wicked ones to reap what they have sown. And it's going to be really hard to watch kids getting sick and, and kids having all these problems. But this is the time when, you know, as when Jesus was born... And many children were thrown into the lakes, into the waters, to try to get to Jesus by Herod, that wicked king. You know, the scripture says Rachel weeping for her children, the, the children that were killed as Jesus was born. That's the darker side of Christmas that you never see in the nativity scenes. It's just the desecration of the young ones. Um we're going to see the same thing as the Antichrist system is rolled out, but also the end time church is rolled out. Benjamin Baruch on Watchman Cry was sharing some beautiful prophecies about how that the remnant, those that are a part of God's family during the end times will not be subject to the judgments of God. And so that's why he says, come out of her, my people, so that you don't partake of her plagues. Get out of Babylon. Because he has an allotted judgment for this wicked beast system. And it's already started in the plagues, the vaccinations and the uh, bioweapons. Those are not for God's children. Those are for the wicked who have rejected God and who have decided to live for mammon, to live for Babylon, to serve this evil, wicked system, and they are going to reap what they have sown. So we are to come out of her, my people. We are not to partake of any of their systems. Any chance that you get, wherever they try to get you to wear a mask or any of that kind of crap, you reject them. You stand aside, you let God judge this wicked system. Hallelujah. Oh, and like I told this gentleman that needs prayer, I said, look, just hang in there, man. Just hang in there. You know, you it's it's not always going to be like this. You're not going to have to suffer like this. And if you're suffering in your job, if you're slaving away, it's not always going to be like this. When they start to introduce new vaccine mandates or mask mandates or whatever, salute the Nazis of uh, Ukraine mandates, I don't know. 
you don't go along with that. That's your ticket out of there. That's when God will provide a way of escape so that you won't be able to be a part of that system. You won't have to be a part of that system. You will have a way of escape out of it. So we're playing the game. We're going through this, but he's got a plan for us to escape, to leave that wicked system behind. You just hang in there. So there's that lighting, that there's that silver lining. You know, you ever see a cloud's the beautiful silver lining around a rain cloud? The silver lining is as the wicked ones are making their move, it's, it's, it sort of becomes more simple to know God's plan. You know, you have that difficulty of like, well, what's God's plan? What's God's will? What do I do? What do I do? Well, now you just don't go to Starbucks. Now you don't go to the, those wicked kind of jobs. You don't, you become a part of God's people and it'll become easier and easier to know what to do for everybody. I think there's a huge army that's awakening because they're realizing like we can't go along with this system. We can't put our kids in schools where there's there's this horrible uh, education. So there's a huge explosion of homeschoolers. There's a huge exodus from the system on all sides. People are leaving the cities. They're coming out to the Smoky Mountains. They're going to the countryside. And it's only for a time you know, we're not meant to be farmers forever unless you really love farming. Farming's hard work. But you're getting back to nature. You're getting back to the simplicity that is in Christ. There's a simplicity in Jesus. People are finding God for the first time. And so it's very beneficial for us to put our testimonies out there. Go and tell everybody the great things God has done for you. Go and tell everybody your testimony testify of his of his goodness you know we're going through the lord's prayer right now i guess i mean that's kind of the that's kind of the road of this podcast tonight but let me make sure i don't miss my exit okay i always drive past the exit and then you get 20 more minutes of podcast yay thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven one thing I've noticed about America is that the children are under attack. And I, children love me. I always have uh, a good connection with children. and But I don't get to spend as much time with kids as I used to because of just the atmosphere. It's everybody's suspect. And, and children are under attack. And they, um, I think, unfortunately, they also have that sense of like they have to be careful because there's just so many bad people out there there's so many wicked people and something weird is happening i'm hearing some weird noises here hold on a second i'll be right back in just a minute
So children are under attack, and to be a protector of children, and to be um, like Jesus, who said, let the children come to me. There was that barrier, even in his day, it was like, hey, you little brats, get away from the master. He's got to do his thing. He's like, no, let the children come to me. All of us are going to be like safe havens for the children to be um, coverings. And whenever you do come across a child, you bless that child and you maybe say something nice to them. Like I went, I I delivered a box to some lady and her kid ran out and he had this Spider-Man shirt and and I was like, you can carry this. You look like a strong boy. Look at you got a cool shirt. You know, just say a little. All it takes for a kid is one word to to let them know that they're cool, that they're important. Be a missionary. Think of yourself whenever you go out. You're always going to have some opportunity for the kingdom's advancement. And even if you don't meet anybody... One of the purposes for for being so verbose, you know, for myself to be posting so much on all platforms whenever I can, is that I believe the the power of the spoken word, you know, even if only one person picks it up, there is power in declaring the kingdom of God, speaking it out loud. And then you're much more ready when it's sort of like revving your engine so that whenever I do meet somebody, I get to talk to them. I'm more like keyed in. I'm not just zoned out and like feeling depressed and depression sets in when you're not fighting. There are demons of depression out there that want to devour you on all sides and they will find any opportunity. It says, give the devil, don't give the enemy any place in your mind or in your heart or anywhere. Hallelujah. So we're not just uh, repeating ourselves over and over again either. I am on a journey. I have been on a spiritual journey into the kingdom, into the multiverse of God for years now. And I think it's almost time to start releasing some of the more crazy and wild and out there kind of sci-fi things, some of the dreams and visions and, and stuff. Because we're going to start finding out that the kingdom of God is actually very well organized. It's a very, very well-oiled uh, government. And when we find that the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven is something like a military, something like, well, the Bible, the Holy Bible, all the miracles in the Bible combined. Can you just briefly just envision all the miracles Jesus did, all the miracles the prophets did, the apostles, and even a lot of the uh, miracles that have been recorded throughout the the past few centuries and uh, millennia by the different saints and stuff, that that is the God who is walking with you. And just because he isn't like moving heaven and earth in your life all the time, every day, doesn't mean he can't. And that he won't. There might come a time where just out of nowhere, out of the blue, you get to be a part of something very, very big. Something very, very grand. And you are a testimony and a testament against a wicked world when you step out by faith and you decide that you live in his presence. And that when you go somewhere, God goes there. That is something that, you know, the new age people and the 
the ascension, you know, 5D consciousness of God, whatever, blah, 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 bumpy, bumpy. They are just one tool short of the truth, one uh, knife short of a full drawer. And that knife is the Lord Jesus Christ. But everything else they say when they're like, yo, the ascension awareness consciousness, there's actually a lot of truth to what they say. You know, don't get drawn aside like King Solomon and marry a thousand wives of the pagans and then start worshiping false gods and setting up idols in your life. But uh, love those people. Give ear sometimes to people that maybe they don't know Jesus yet and find something good. I'll, I'll go on TikTok and I'll, um, I'll befriend people and I'll say something nice about, hey, you know, nice nature walk. And I'm not, I'm not into like, the crystals, the consciousness, you know, I don't, I don't like to, uh, give myself over to powers that you don't know what energy you're becoming a part of, you know, nature worship and ooh, just like suck in all the energy and just all the this is your nature energy. It's like, okay. Yeah. But there are dark things out there, man. Don't, don't just open yourself up to, Oh, I'm just, I'm in the Cherokee Valley and I'm just going to channel the spirits of the Indians. Uh, maybe there's some good Indian spirits, but there were also a lot of really bad Indian spirits. You don't want those lurking around. So, you know, there's a ministry of the spirit. There's a ministry. I used to call it the ministry of the interior. Um, it's ministering to God first and foremost, like Neville Johnson always used to teach. You minister to God first and foremost. You step into the God consciousness of the kingdom of God, the Holy Spirit of whatever God's got going on. You want to be a part of that. You know, I don't really want to be a part of whatever weird random spirits are floating around. And then I went on this rant earlier today about astral projection. You don't want to go astral projecting, but spirit travel is is much different. Um, I think it was Dr. O, who um, formerly, I guess, maybe he was some kind of African shaman or something, but he found out that... You know, the power of God far supersedes any power of the dark side of the African shamans and whatever, witch doctors. And he said, I think this really resonates, that where the witches and the warlocks and the shamans and the witch doctors, where they ascend to where their ceiling is, that's our basement. I mean, they might see stuff. They might be tapping into some energies or doing some mumbo jumbo, literally. Um, but in the spirit, and, and you have to have faith to travel in the spirit. You know, the spirit travel stuff, you don't get proof all the time. God is actually helping you to build your bank account in heaven, your faith bucks, so to speak. So... When I spirit travel, like most of the time, I'll come back and I'll, I'll feel great. I mean, it's that peaceful feeling of the spirit leading you and just this bliss and everything. You always enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his, into his courts with praise. Just give him thankfulness and good, good, give him his, his due worship and glory. And then if you keep going... You can push in beyond um, a mere conversation and you can start to engage with 
heavenly forces. And uh, I know a lot of people get really nervous when I talk about this, but it's it's just a fact that he will give you good gifts. If you come to the Father and you ask for bread, he will not give you a scorpion or a stone. He's not like some kind of weird, demented daddy who just likes to screw with his kids. He actually likes to give you good gifts. So me and my sci-fi brain, I'm, I'm going up there. I'm like, Lord, can I have another spaceship for Christmas? And lo and behold, sometimes I'll actually get a name. I'll get like an actual vision of a specific detail of how one of these angel craft actually operates. And it makes it easier for me to go back and just instead of starting from scratch every time you go on a spirit trip, you already have something you can use and build on and go on adventures and you already know kind of what the what the bridge looks like what the control panel interface is like and and go from there and in that way you're already in another zone you can call it imagination you can call it you know um wishful thinking whatever you want you know but it's the truth is i will actually engage in the spirit and when i come down I'll have a little bit of evidence or proof that what I was doing was not just meandering around in my brain and wishful thinking and fantasizing. We're actually engaging in the spirit wars. Why was NASA and the Nazis so obsessed with the occult when they were building those rockets? What did they find when they went to the moon? Um, What kind of weird portals were opened with the anti-gravitic technology that the Nazis apparently discovered well that's a real dimension and that stuff you know you're dealing with things that uh, you do need to be very careful and very wise and very prayerful and not get puffed up with things that you've um, pulled out of some some uh, new age doctrine or philosophy but but here's how I look at the new age and here's how I treat those um, psychic mediums and people The Bible says not to be overcome with evil, but to overcome evil with good. How do you overcome evil with good if you're not even doing anything but just chanting the Lord's Prayer over and over again? The Lord's Prayer is the portal. The Lord's Prayer is the gate into your faith, into the spirit war. We're going to talk more about it in just a second. another series that was ruined by woke religion 
We should just say Satanism, because Satanism just wants to destroy, like, actual Luciferian Satanism, as opposed to weird Eastern traditions and philosophies that are seeping into the Western consciousness called the New Age. This is outright Satanism that is seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where thief cannot steal and nothing up there can be destroyed. He has literally gifts for you, for me. Um, at the very worst, my spirit wars and travels are a list to, it's like your, your equivalent of Santa Claus. Like, I want, when, can, when I die, can I have a nice spaceship and, 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 when I drive it, 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 it can teleport and, 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 and you know, and the Lord is like, aw, look at you with your childlike faith. But he honors that. And you know what? Very worst case scenario, uh, the Heavenly Father is going to just give me like all these random crazy gifts that I was crazy enough to ask for. But here's what I do. I look at my retirement fund of faith and I want to tap into that today. Ian Clayton, we haven't talked about Ian in a while. But he would talk about the key of David, that weird mystical thing in the Bible that we have like literally no data about. And he really nailed it. He said that David was able to access the Holy Spirit before the Holy Spirit was poured out, like way before Pentecost. Because, you know, Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. He said, when I, when I ascend to my Father, I will send you the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, who I will send in my name, who will teach you all things that I spoke, spoke to you. And he will, he will glorify the Son. He will always. That's why we always glorify Jesus Christ in everything we do. We glorify Jesus Christ. I'm not one of these UFO like channeler people. That's like, oh, the aliens told me this, and the Pleiadians. There's this one guy who used to like channel the Pleiadians, and every time he let the Pleiadians speak through him, he would inhale. It was the funniest... That was like the glory days of YouTube. He was like, I am speaking to the Pleiadians. What do I need to do to tell the people? Just, tell the people. And I will have And the, oh God, I ran out of breath. Um, what else do I need to... And we will ascend to the 12th being. It was the funniest video. I can't really do it right now. Uh, I'm a little bit out of breath, but... um. Where were we going with that? No, uh, I, you know, I, I know that there, for a fact that there are contacts that are like, yeah, if you, if you actually are seeing the UFOs, that's, that is actually uh, consciousness or people's manifestations of something from the other realm. And, uh, that, that those are actually real, uh, interfaces of consciousnesses into spiritual travel. So these things are way beyond anything that we can conceive of. It's just that when I ask God for my spiritual spaceships, I always like ask for an extra cherry on top, like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I kind of like that old retro boxy big old interface with the big buttons and the LED lights and uh, the bulky the bulky technology from the 80s 
I kind of like that. So I, 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 mean, I would have my UFOs outfitted more like that instead of just some weird orb that you know manifests with this, you know, flight of the navigator with like a, a silver staircase. I don't need all that random, weird, spiritual blobby stuff that doesn't have any handles on it. It's just you sit in there and you plug your consciousness in and then you're just like in the lotus position and uh, you float around. Now, I'd rather actually have a steering wheel. I want to have, you know, my feet engaged with the gears. And so my, uh, you could say, sketch out interface with the spiritual domain of angel technology keys of the kingdom technology, whatever you want to call it in Clayton's uh, Key of David tech is there's a Japanese anime and you know, now you're going real nerd here, but the Japanese anime Macross all the series of Macross basically taking an F-15 and turning it into kind of a like a transformable variable fighter as they call it. I think it's the epoch of cool cooler than any other movie anything that you've ever seen in entertainment is a f-15 jet fighter that can transform into variable uh forms and has that interface and has that like various weaponry installed and the pilot is able to use the different radar the different you know He's got his like his hands on the throttle and his feet on the different gears and it just watch Macross. Any any Macross anything. Like especially Macross Frontier, because that's the one that really explores the nature of humanity going into space on these humongous world sized spaceships. No Hollywood movie has ever shown you that. Because Hollywood is bent on destruction. Hollywood is bent on Nobody can hear you scream in space. And showing you, like, yeah, we're world colony builders, but there's evil Luciferian alien bug monsters and AI that's going to destroy you when you go out there. The Alien series, Prometheus and Alien Covenant. And I wonder if they'll ever do a follow-up to Alien Covenant. They, They probably ran out of money, and Ridley Scott's, like, probably confused about what to do with Hollywood these days. But they should they should finish that series though. Anyway, um, Hollywood has made you fear space, and they want you to live. Comes to the stars are full of darkness and evil. They don't want you to have the vision. They don't want you to have the vision of where we're going in the future. And so the Japanese, God bless their hearts, the Japanese with Macross. With VTech Macross uh, fighters and, and airplanes and spiritual craft, I think that Macross is the vision for the future of humanity. I think it's world-sized spaceships. I think it's going into other worlds with the understanding that it's dangerous, but we can do it. And and that's pretty much what I have been drawing from in many ways. It would be a mix of like Metal Gear Solid, Macross, Doom. Uh, maybe a little bit of Resident Evil just to go down there and fight the the bad guys and just all the heavenly visions of every single prophet, prophetess that I can find. Oh, I was taken to the New Jerusalem and I saw this and that. I'll be like, writing that down, putting it in the data banks. Okay, accessing. You know, in my mind, it's like a computer system of 
what have people seen when they've traveled to the spirit realm and they've encountered various technologies? I want that. I want to install that into my computer system. I want to see that happen. So anyway, I just got home and I got to go check on the chickens, see if they're still alive. And um, meanwhile, my spirit man, I want to go to the spirit. I want to do stuff. I want to go there and do things. I want to get downloads. I'm sick and tired of focusing on the dark side. I'm sick and tired of the enemy ruling the roost of conversation. And so Spirit Wars is just getting warmed up. All the shows that we've done so far have been nothing but warm-ups. You know, we've interviewed Ian Clayton and Benjamin Baruch, and we've interviewed all these amazing people, and I should go back and take clips from those shows and play them and then say, look, this show isn't just about interviewing people. This is a disclosure project of the spirit. So stay tuned. I'm not interested in bringing people to me. I, you know, I would, I'm very, I'm actually a very shy person in real life. Maybe I've developed a speaking gift or habit via doing this so much, but I'd rather almost just be in the background. If we have access to angel tech, to spiritual, you know, YF cruiser, fighter or battle cruiser, whatever. And, you know, if you like floating orbs, great. You know, but I think, I think it's cool to have your hand on the handle of the sword your hand in the grip of that gun and the throttle. I, I just resonate with that better. And Paul gave us Ephesians six armor and it's very, very practical, but this ain't, um, 2000 years ago. This is, we have pretty high tech weaponry now. So at least God's kingdom has the level of weaponry that humans have built. Can we at least agree on that? And at least he's able to give you a, a visual of something akin to a Macross fighter or, uh, a, you know, a Metal Gear or something like that. So I'm just saying that the visualizations help and uh, the Spirit Wars are just getting warmed up. I have had countless dreams with various kinds of technology that the, the end time church is going to be utilizing. Okay, and that doesn't mean I'm some kind of perfect little holy Christian man. I'm not. I'm a I'm a mess. I drag I just like scrape myself up off the skittle every morning and I make it through my day. I'm just sick and tired of only getting fed stuff about Luciferianism and evil it clowns and garbage. And I want to see a, a movie made or an actual vision. I want to start publishing more visions of the amazing fleet of God, God's powerful fleet powered with the key energy of the word of God directly inserted the power of your testimony, the blood of Jesus and the Golgotha energy protocol into your spirit ship. My friend Eugene Hammonds told me about his, uh, his spirit ship. He has an engine like a warp core drive, like a nuclear drive in that submarine called the Golgotha protocol. <laughs> I need to talk to him about that. But that guy, he's shown up in so many of my dreams. He's a spiritual traveler, warrior. Look, I'm not trying to promote the new age here. I'm not a new ager, but I think what I got, I think the new agers are going to like it. And I think that we're going to win a lot of new agers and we're going to bring a lot of people to Jesus that have been stuck in witchcraft for centuries. And um, 
one final point here is uh, if you do have it in, in your heart to be a missionary, consider the new age people, consider the witches that are, you know, not like actual seance uh, baby murderers, but, you know, pop culture witches and stuff. Consider that a, uh, a witnessing field, a mission field, a place. They are basically like Eastern religion, Chinese people, pretty much. And they're not into human sacrifice, usually most of them. So consider that a place to bring people to the gospel, you know, uh, share something about God consciousness through the Bible and bring them to Jesus. Don't get sucked into their little weird things. But there is a lot of work to be done. I've seen a huge increase in uh, New Age, witchcraft, whatever. Rather than say, oh, they're all doomed, going to hell. Love those people. Love on them. Don't get sunk into their black holes. But love on them. Throw them some beans every once in a while of the kingdom. They'll gobble that stuff up. If they find out that you're a loving person, that you're accepting of some of the things that they say, and you're willing to appreciate something, of theirs and yet still stand your ground. I believe in the Bible. I'm a Christian, blah, 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 you know, and, and don't get sucked into their thing. But I'm telling you, that is the mission field. That is, uh, one of the physical, like I'm seeing people come from the super soldier program, from the witchcraft stuff, from the garbage, and they're beginning to receive Jesus Christ. So just saying, it's only a matter of time before we win lots more of those folks to the kingdom of God. So be a crazy, wild warrior, boots on the ground, dropped out Christian, bride of Christ, child of God. And don't, don't despair. Don't give up. Don't give the enemy any place in your life. This is Michael Basham signing out. Hallelujah.